Hello, and welcome to another fantastical reading from the podcast, So You Think You Can Fanon. Last time, we didn't actually read anything, and we just talked about Dune. But this time, there is reading. And not only is there reading, but there is a reading that has some serious lore implications in this friend group. For we are talking about the... What, how 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 many years has this been written for, Sergio? Like, four? Um, plus? Yeah. Like, 2017? Yeah, since, like... Uh, yeah. No, like, uh, yeah, it was 2018. Summer, Fan fiction that we wrote... I wrote. With three, Sergio wrote three years ago. Persona Silverman. Also known as Persona Goldinger. A fan fiction uh, based on our friend group. You just really went <laughs> doxed. You're gonna dox yourself? I mean, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, if he doesn't care, he doesn't care. All right. Um, All right. I would like to give a little background uh, for those who aren't in the know because I discussed this like a bajillion episodes ago. So, um, I got it in my head uh, the summer before like uh, college started um, that I wanted to. I would like. To pitch my idea for Persona 6. So, uh, loosely based on real events, I created um, uh, Pers- Persona Goldinger, as Jake w- is fine with me saying, which I have uh, uh, removed and changed names uh, to be make it Persona Silverman, the copyright-free version. Loosely based on, on, on loosely based on real events. Some mostly fictional. Uh, it Having has a been... good swig there, Jay. What? Yes. Uh, yes. <clears throat> it's been posted to fanfiction.net for a, a while, and I never got back to updating it. But say we'll be reading it for the podcast since we want to do some more original. Uh, I guess I will read the author's note as I'm the the author. Hello, and welcome to the world of Persona Silverman, my personal take on a potential Persona game. I hope you all come to enjoy this world as much as I've spent the last few years cultivating it. If my writing talents interest you, please check out my other project, a podcast known as So You Think You Can Fan On. <clears throat> With that being said, I proudly present Persona Silverman Book 1, A Prelude to a Dream. Ooh. Take us away, narrator. Prologi, a broken wildcard. Sometime in the future, a brown-haired teenager lay unconscious in a hospital bed surrounded by his friends. An air of worry and dread permeates the air. Come on, Jacob. Wake up. A girl grabbed him by the arm and started to shake him. It's no use. He's not going to wake up like that. A stoic-looking girl said to her as she laid a hand on the worried teen's shoulder. Should I be another kid? You be <laughs> You're another just... Kid. Yep. Jacob is not playing Jacob in this amazing fanfiction. <laughs> I should have taken that blow for him. Another kid, smashing his head, his hand into the wall, said. I'll be a bearded kid. No, I think, I, I think Sergio should be a bearded kid. Okay, I'll be a bearded his, kid. I want to hear his take on, on the, the bearded kid. <laughs> the bearded child. I wonder who All that right. could be. I, I want to make this as confusing as possible for I reading. looked over the status and conditions of everyone during that fight. Aside from him, none of us could have taken that hit and lived. A bearded kid said. What do you think he's dreaming about? He could be in danger. Kai, would you like to take this last line? Sure. There is nothing he can't handle. 
Jacob woke up inside of a large bubble coated in every color of the rainbow, drifting in and out of focus. Inside was an old man, crooked long nose, accompanied by a woman wearing a blue sleeve dress, a pattern of dark circles with a yellow dot center. She also wore a blue cap and blue boots. Her long wavy silver hair extended past her shoulders. She had big innocent yellow eyes with small pupils that were surrounded by a thin black ring. The throbbing pain faded in and out, leaving his words stilted and foreign sounding to his own ears. Where am I? Jake said. He looked down and saw he was still in hospital garb. You know, fool, it's rather inappropriate to appear before a young woman so in- The girl dressed in blue simpered. Who are you? Jake asked, feeling uncharacteristically at ease with his modesty despite a young woman being present. Do you not remember us, wild card of Osakio Ganaska? The old man asked. Or have you forgotten the bonds that you forged to get I forgot we called it Osakia Ganaska. <laughs> it's totally real town and totally real yeah, it's, it's It's a mixture of Osaka, Ohio, Michigan, and Nebraska. <laughs> this line is Jake's. Okay. Bonds. Wait, which one? <laughs> The word echoed through the bubble, and for the first time in this realm, Jake's voice sounded right. It Both sounds like Kai's voice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, we can't okay. have a forgetful wild card. Let's start with something more simple to recall, like your name. The old man said. My name? Jake thought to himself. What was my name? Ren Amamiya, Yu Narukami, Yu-Gi-Oh, Naruto, Ichigo, Ash Ketchum, Goru Akechi, Funky Student? He wailed to himself. Oh no, mayhaps we have broken him, master. Shall I tell the fool his own name? The woman asked from, this, from her squatting position next to the boy, a faint smile on her pale face. No, he must figure it out for himself, or his memories will never come back to him. Such is the burden of... The strange old man said, something about the way the old man said it, with finality, but also support. Jake then looked up, recognition crossing across his face. I remember now. I'm Jacob Silverman, but I go by Jake. And just like Bonds, that name just felt right. The woman clapped her hands together and pleasantly tilted her head to the side. The wild card has finally begun to remember. Can you summon your per- My persona? What's, uh... Suddenly, countless images and sounds flooded his consciousness, and Jake grabbed his head as memories bubbled to the surface. Ah, uh, I see we may be pushing things too quickly. That older voice rumbled once again. Jacob looked up to the old man. My assistant has triggered flashbacks with it, but we've seemed to have hit your limit for the- If we were to restore all of your memories, it would lead to a complete mental shutdown, which surely must be avoided. I thought mental shutdowns were impossible, thanks to the efforts of the so-called phantom th- the pale woman began to say, but was interrupted by the strange old man. Do refrain from filling Jake's head with unnecessary information. Jacob, it's already filled up with enough of that. <laughs> why don't you try and recall your first week at your new school, when we, when we came to you for the first The old man beckoned with his aged and wrinkled hand towards the young man in the space. Yeah, it's starting to come back to me now that you say that. Thoughts, when are we getting a... Comments, when concerns. are we getting... When are we getting Persona Goldinger merch? <laughs> Silverman merch. Now. I, th I should call it by the right name. Yeah.
Yeah, quit doxing. <laughs> yeah, quit doxing, Jake. Kai. Jake from State well, Farm. It's okay. Uh, there's a few weird uh, spelling things, but I'm guessing that's because of the uh, the age of the fic. Just oh. some that uh, I'm not used to saying. Oh, it. who the fuck says the last two lines in the prologue at uh, sometime in the future? Yes. Who does say that? Wait, what do you I mean? wasn't really sure. At the end, in, in prologue, um, uh, after after not Matt trademark says, uh, <laughs> aside from him, none of us could have taken that hit and lived. Who says those next two lines? Ah, uh, that is a good question. Uh, that is that is that is supposed to be ambiguous because you're not really supposed to know who the people in the room with you are. Okay. Yeah. This sounds like a cop out, Mr. Author. Like a cop out. I don't remember who said it, so I'm just making up an excuse. Wow, it's almost like if I said who was going to be in the room, it would be a spoiler. So that's so that's why there are no names. But I already but I already know, know the there's room. some kids. We can't know about the <laughs> other kids. We could have just been like, oh, there's nothing he can't handle, the bearded kid said. <laughs> well, you're a bra moment. Let's go to chapter Muttered one. Muttered the bearded yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to chapter one. Chapter wow, one. Can't take criticism. Typical A- April. <laughs> April 9th, new school, new powers. Jake awoke in his bed with a start, feeling rested and full of energy. The young man looked down at himself, not used to waking up in such a manner, considering his poor sleeping habits. Mood. Jake shook himself wow, from his musings, changed. noting his staleness <laughs> to the air from his body. I need to take a shower. Jake got up from his bed and went to go take a shower. What he didn't notice was his phone coming on to inform him a new app had been installed. Jake took a decently long shower and got dressed for school in record time. When he came back into the room, he grabbed his backpack and his phone and headed downstairs. He sat down at his kitchen table and began eating the breakfast his dad prepared for him. Who would like to be Jake's dad? I want to be Jake's dad. Gotcha. All right, give me your best Larry. I don't know what he sounds like. Um... He sounds like me, only his kidneys don't work. Uh, do you like the pancakes, son? Best dad answered. <laughs> oh yeah, these pancakes are the shit. I love them. Jake said, scarfing down his breakfast with zest and zeal. Are you excited for your first day at your new school? Best dad said, as he made a pancake to do a sick 360. Yeah, I guess. Jacob sighed. <sighs> I'm just missing my old friends Zoe, Leah, Maddie, and the rest of them. Did have some pretty awesome friends back then. Well, depending on how my new job goes, we may only be here for a year. Best dad assured his son. Great. Jacob said dejectedly while checking his phone. He noticed a new app he did not install on his phone. Its icon was of a moon labeled Nocturnus Nav. He gave it the stink eye and promptly deleted it, believing it to be a virus or some JRPG MMO he downloaded accidentally instead of Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> I'm headed to school, Dad. I'll talk to you later, Jacob said as he stood and walked out the door. Jake headed out of his house and took a walk to the subway station. He didn't really have much on his mind, and the ride on the subway was completely uneventful. When he got off the subway, he saw a funky-looking student with an air of diligence around him. Jake walk up to, walked up to him. Walked up to talk to him. My god, I'm like brain empty mode. <laughs> because he was a bit lost. The, the convention did wonders to us, mentally and physically. Excuse me, sir? I want to be this character. Oh, yeah. You want to be this character? Yeah, yeah I want right. to be this one. <laughs> the kid was a lot shorter than Jake. It was of African-American descent. 
The most prominent feature of this diligent lad was his absolute afro. <laughs> Jake was left in awe at the size of his hair. Could I help you? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. For the record. <laughs> well, Squiddy, this is exactly how I pictured your phantom thieves would look. <laughs> The lad of diligence replied, Uh... Jacob forced himself to look the student in the eye, averting his gaze from the afro. I noticed you have the same school outfit as me, and I'm trying to find our way, my way to our school. Can you help me get there? The lad shrugged. Sure, why not? I've got nothing better to do on the way there. The two started walking together. Are you new in town? Jacob had to keep his expression from soaring souring at the reminder i am <laughs> i moved here from massachusetts because of my dad's new job but i'll probably be moving back within a year or so huh that's neat transfer students don't usually come to this town you might want to expect the unexpected around here the lad explained jacob's face showed the confused reaction he had to that statement is there anything to react to around this town he asked, completely unaware of anything odd about the town other than its name, of course. The lad looked up at the early morning sky. Our school has some really interesting people in it, to say the least. Speaking of, here we are. The two walked up to a large building that, with a plaque that read, Among Us Among Us Ballsack High School on the school's <laughs> main gate. Jake whistled in appreciation. Oh, that was such a bad whistle. Whatever. It's okay. You can do better. This school is pretty nice looking. A lot better than my old one, that's for sure. A small smirk graced the lad's face. We're the best school in the state, and we look the part. The funky student looked off and saw a short girl with long hair beckoning to him. She looked quite angry for a friend. Boy made an agitated intake of air through his teeth. <laughs> uh, I really gotta go. Sergio, <laughs> 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 so, can, re can you replace that sound with just the wee crashing sound? Oh, no. No more editing. We're okay. lazy. What was your name? Jake Silverman. Nice to meet you, Jake. I'm Sergio Tironda. I have a <laughs> feeling we may become great friends someday. Jake could feel Maybe we'll start a gone. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Me and some other doofus. Jake could feel a faint bond forming between him and Sergio. The memory of the bond between them suddenly pulled him out of it. Present day. Jake fell to his knees and grabbed his head as memories began flowing to the surface. A pale woman ran to support him. Oh my, are you alright, fool? She looked up to the old man and said, Shall I prepare a coffin for him, master? Sergio, the dungeon, Kendra, my friend. Jake winced as the memories of him and Sergio came forth. He couldn't make any sense of them because they just looked like flashes. Finally, they stopped and he could breathe. When I shook Sergio's hand and I felt something in my heart, a flutter of something. Man, that no, I knew this was a yaoi fic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is actually Serge, Serge Exit Jake. <laughs> the first fanfiction is just a fucking self-insert. I, I did I not it. realize that sounded like that. When... I mean, technically this is quite literally a self-insert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The woman nodded. This is the beginning of what we call a social link. There are 22 social links representing different tarot arcanas, and as the fool, 
your fate is deeply intertwined with forming these links. And- Don't you mean you are fate? <laughs> Sorry, you used the wrong your. Ah, <laughs> uh, you should have used your possessive. Uh. Mike Freeney is laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. 22 social links. That's what just what we call Jake's ultimate harem. Ooh. That's, a, that's a more social links than I a have friends. Spin spin-off series in the works. The Jake harem. Anyway, um, why do I need to form these bonds? And why can't you just tell me what they are? Jake asked. But he was strangely certain he wouldn't get an answer so easily. Because this is where your destiny lies. Why? The old man stated, drawing the young man's attention to him. The bonds you formed over the course of your journey helped shape the man that you... You need the power of these bonds in order to face the man responsible for sowing dis... Uh, we just call that installing it, but alright. Uh, the pale woman pinched Jacob in the arm, causing him to flinch away mildly. And he could have sworn he heard her giggle faintly. <laughs> And I do hope bitch. you were not slacking off too much with creating those social links. I worked very hard on helping you gain power in the and I need more material for my Jake rubbed his arm where it was pinched and noticed a chair that had appeared for him. He sat down in it and the old man asked him about the events leading up to him discovering more about Sergio and so on. Just to be clear, Wild, I could recant much or all of your journey to you. However, my words would ultimately you must recapture those dreams yourself. One piece at a time. Feel free to rest. Recall all the time. Igor said ominously, his voice fading away like it was underwater. Jacob was about to protest until a wave of fatigue crashed into him, left him falling into a deep sleep. If you can be Frankenstein, then I can be Igor. Jake started walking up to the school, where there were several groups of students minding their own business and talking amongst themselves. As he walked up the steps, a student came through the door, watching a video on his phone. He was so engrossed with the video that he crashed right into Jake. Jacob was startled by this development and looked puzzled at the kid, who was now sprawled out on the ground. The kid's headphones had fallen off, showing a deform- deformation in the hair underneath. And, the Jake- and Jake noticed that his head was shaped like a bean. I'll be bean head. I'll be bean head. <laughs> Ow! I was in the middle of my Game Grub stream! The bean-headed kid said. Jake was immediately left slightly uh, irritated by the kid's voice. He could tell that this was a real oddball. I'm sorry, uh... My name is Danny, Danny Peterson, but I hear some people call me Beanhead. Jake ruthlessly stamped down the urge to chuckle, guffaw, or even snicker at the notion that the Beanhead observation seemed ambiguous among the students. Jake helped Danny up, allowing the bean-headed lad to put his headphones back on and proceed to give Jake a big hug. I bet we're going to be best friends, he other boy said, already completely past any negative feelings of his stream interruption. You versus he other boy she told you not to worry about. (laughs) Jake felt something forming between him, he bean-headed individual who was crushing him. It definitely wasn't a bot, but it was... It was... Something. I knew this was a harem. <laughs> Present day, Jake shot awake in his chair and immediately exclaimed, You're telling me I have a social link with the beanhead? And why is it my first one? Why couldn't it have been with the afro kid? Jake said. The pale woman smiled at his humorous description. Yes, and I don't know. Danny is representative of the moon. 
Yeah, so our moon's a bunch of disgusting incels who can't do anything productive with their lives other than listen to listen to the game grumps. You are truly a fool if you would degrade the sacred nature of the Arcana into such a baseless description. The woman gave a dull glare to Jake. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. Oh, I thought dull glare. No, no, continued. no, no, that is you. Okay, I don't see a problem with it. The dull glare continued. What is there some kind of important history to it? Oh, not too important of a history. Just the basis for every god that is important in mythology. How people live their lives, how they dream, and... Oh, yes. Also, why you are here. She stared blankly at him, though with a slightly disapproving crinkle around her eyes. Jake stared back blankly. Whatever. I'll get back to remembering everything then. Jacob pretended to ignore Eager's vaguely withheld laughter at his expense as he drifted off once more. I, I will read this, uh... I am thou. Thou art I. Thou hast acquired something? It is maybe a pillar of insanity that shall destroy thy world's chances at anything female. By stumbling upon the moon persona, I have obtained a cringe in my heart that shall lead to annoyance the new power. Moon rank one unlocked. A cringe in my heart. Please stop crushing me. Ugh. Jake said. Danny relented and proceeded to wander off glued to his phone. Jake dusted himself and felt he needed to take a shower after the chance meeting. He then walked to the front office and asked the secretary about his class assignment. The secretary told him to report to class 2-2, so he started head heading up that way. On his way there, he saw Sergio hanging out with that long-haired girl. He waved to him, but before Sergio could wave back, the girl grabbed him and dragged him off. Huh, wonder what that is about. Jake walked into class and sat down in the back. Young-looking student came and sat down next to him. Who wants to be this one? <laughs> Who wants to be this one? Uh, I will be this one. Okay, do your, do your best impression. It's been a long time since I've done this, but okay. I'm just going to make him sound like Plankton. You're that new kid, right? Doesn't sound anything like him. <laughs> Here, I'll fix it. You're that new kid, right? <laughs> the young-looking student said, Jake tried to subtly judge if this person was as weird as the last kid. There's an um an inside joke in one of in the other friend group that I'm in um, that I introduced this person whose name we won't say. Um... <laughs> And uh, they're, they're, what they picked up from him is that every time he says something, he ends his sentence in the form of a question. Now I have to do that. So, like, <laughs> he, he would join, he'd be like, uh, Jake? <laughs> you want to play Civ 5? Okay, now I'll, I'll have to exclusively do that. Yes. Logan, Jebediah, Crankler, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Once again. Jake had to suppress a snicker, this time at the incredibly bizarre name of the student. Is there something you need, Logan? The student, Logan, smiled at the easygoing acceptance. There is something I want to talk about, but, for, but not now. And certainly not here? Except <laughs> 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 there was some kind of request coming along this way. What do you mean? <laughs> he spoke, trying to use a tone that conveyed zero tolerance for dodging the inquiry. He Logan wants to know, he wants to know if you've read the Daily Wire today. <laughs> around the classroom for something before turning his attention back to Jake. I saw you talking with Sergio earlier. 
Do you know the girl he was with? He spoke with a lowered tone of voice, which Jake found suspicious. <laughs> nope, should I? Let's just say things ain't right with that girl he hangs out with. I need your help to make things right. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing Jake's quizzical expression, Logan elaborated. I saw you come to school with him. And I think that you're one of the only people he's walked to school with in quite a while. Jake thought for a moment. <laughs> I barely knew know the guy, but if he's being abused by her, then we have to do something about it. Logan smiled, both relief and excitement coding it. I like your spirit, Jake. I'll give you my chat information and we can talk after school. Just then, a loud <laughs> smack of a ruler on a desk came from the front of the room. All right, class, take your seats and prepare for instruction, said the teacher who had just walked into the room. Oh, no. I am no, Mr. No. Forrester, and I will be your homeroom teacher for the year. Today we have a new student. Please stand up and tell the class about yourself. Jake really didn't want to have to get up and tell everybody about himself with so little warning, but figured he'd have no way of getting around it. Hello, my name is Jacob Silverman. I go by Jake. I enjoy theater, and, uh, well, that's about it. Jake sat back down a little awkwardly, feeling like he could have done something else if he had more courage. Mr. Forrester seemed quite unimpressed with the bland-as-tofu introduction. Well, with that out of the way, let's start attendance. The teacher then began going down the list of students when he got to the P's. Daniel Peterson. Daniel, where's that lazy excuse of a student? Jake whispered to Logan. Annie is in our class. To which Logan replied with a nod and whispered, Unfortunately? <laughs> a girl who was sitting to the right of Jake whispered to him, Being head gets on everyone's nerves. Jake replied as, he, as she turned around to face her. Wait, does everybody call him Bean Head? Logan turned and said, Oh wait, that's, that's Logan. Oh, no, wait, you're right. Logan turned and said, Yeah, that's kind of his nickname around here. His headphones push down his hair, so there's this divot like a bean. Oh, and this is, uh, Morgan Hess, by the way. Pleased to meet you. Morgan smiled, but their whispered conversation was cut short by the teacher. Anyways, next on the list, Reese. Margaret Reese, here. Mr. Forrester turned to see a very angry-looking girl standing at the doorway, wearing all-black clothing and grabbing Danny by the collar. Sorry I'm late. I found B uh, I mean Danny here just wandering the halls. Thought I'd retrieve him for you. Danny was ob oblivious to the whole interaction due to his headphones being cranked at full volume and being engrossed into his video. Margaret dropped Danny and headed back to her seat. Mr. Forrester proceeded to start yelling at Danny, who in turn started yelling back. Is this something that actually happened? No. Okay. Jake, and Logan, and Morgan just looked on in awe. Beanhead. Beanhead? They said collectively, sighing in unison. <sighs> <clears throat> After school. <laughs> Jake walked out of school pretty happy. It was a pretty alright first day, and nothing really impeded him from getting home quickly. He made it back home and entered the living room to see his dad playing Forever Summer. Is that like Fortnite? Forever What is Forever Summer supposed to be? I can't is that remember. Fortnite? Oh, it's Neverwinter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh lore fact. Uh, my dad is the mo used to have, I think he still does for the U.S. He has the most hours in the in the entire United States for the MMORPG Neverwinter. Oh my gosh. Oh, hey. He used to play it like 12 hours a day every day when I'd get home from school. Amazing. Oh, hey. How was your first day at school, best dad said, while taking off his headset? Pretty good. 
I made some new friends, he said, walking towards the stairs. That's good. I'm glad you are having a good time. I'm going to head upstairs and take a nap. I'll see you later. Jake headed up to his room and threw his backpack aside. He plopped down into bed and did what he usually did when he arrived home after a long day. Check his cell phone. The first thing he noticed when he clicked his phone on was a text from an unknown number. The mystery text read, Jake, this is Logan. Me and Morgan would like to talk. Please send me a friend invite on the chat app Destrife. My handle is Leaning Tower. It's a D Strife. Dick Strife. Well, is there is there is there backstory to Leaning Tower? Is it just something you thought of? It, it's uh, their chat. Their chat names are their arcanas. Oh okay. Oh. Jake Dick texted Strife. back. Dick sucker. Why not just do a group text? He got a response quickly. Oh, I know what Strife is now. I get it. I also get it. He got a response quickly. Nobody in Osaskio Ganaska text. We strive? <laughs> I love Jake the sighed. <laughs> and wanting to make new friends, he quickly downloaded the new chat app and made an account, choosing the username Fooly Cooly, which is a good ass answer. Yes. He sent Logan the friend request and was immediately thrust into a group chat. Fooly Cooly FC has begun strifing with Leaning Tower LT and Flowery Priestess FP. I'm assuming Sergio. FP is Morgan. That's me. <clears throat> yeah. Sergio, how does it uh how does it feel to be the only person in the friend group who's never seen Fooly Cooly? Or the only person in the podcast, I should say, that's seen Fooly Cooly. It, it doesn't feel anything. Damn. It's great stuff. Pens of Oh, this is me. Okay. Yeah. Uh how did you get my phone number in the first place? Have my ways? That does not inspire confidence. We hardly know each other. We literally just met. Well, these are extreme circumstances. We need your help? With what? Let's start from the beginning. So our friend Sergio has been dating this stuck-up bitch named Kendra Aronson. On and off for like a year or so now? She's ridiculously <sighs> abusive to him, verbally and physically, and it's really beginning to wear on him. Not to mention she has a sadistic streak and has bullied others physically in the past. Some have likened it to torture. Currently, they aren't together, but he seems to be stuck to her shoulder like some kind of parasitic symbiote. That kind of is disturbing, to be honest. Whoa, that's, uh, I mean, I met Sergio, and he seemed to be a pretty chipper guy, but what do you need me for? Sergio would break up with her if that's the case. Because he thinks he's in love with her. Like, way in love with her. Every time he's about to escape, she pulls him back in, and he lets it happen all over again. It's sickening. Jesus Christ terrible but should we really be getting involved i don't really want to be too nosy with the guy i just met this is an abuse case true and true and due to kendra being the daughter of the school board's presidents we doubt the kind of school administration we have would look into it so we are on our own and without much to work with i was thinking about we, that we could try convincing sergio or kendra to end things I'd be more inclined for Morgan to try and convince Kendra, and you could go try Sergio. You know, well, the impression is really starting to grow on me, Michael. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I kind of hear him in it a little bit. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> well, when you put it like that, I guess I have E. No choice but to help it. It wouldn't be right if I didn't. You should try talking to Kendra tomorrow, Morgan. Logan and I will try some other time with Sergio. Why do I have to be plan A? Because you're super approachable? Jake over here gives off too much, uh, done energy. 
What are you saying about me? <laughs> no, you've got chud energy. Is that, to be, is that supposed to be like dad energy? No, dud energy. Like, That's what I wrote. What does that mean? You're a dud. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is about the fictional character Jacob Silverman and not about the real character. Yeah, person. yeah. They're not real people, Oh yeah, he's Jacob. only inspired by me. Oh, he's yeah. only vaguely inspired by the circumstances, okay? inspired by the circumstances behind me. Well, he would have to have your voice if he was you. But oh, you know what? You've voice. got me there. You've got me there. <laughs> anyway, bruh, I'm going to think about that while I work on my homework. More like long ass. Am I right, fellas? Not funny? Not funny. <laughs> Jake then turned his attention to his desk to go work on his homework, which took him the rest of the night, falling asleep afterwards. Knowledge up. Plus two. Jake awoke to an unfamiliar place. It was an area completely covered in a dense fog, with colors and figments drifting in and out of everything. Even the ground didn't quite seem solid. He walked around for what could have been hours or a few minutes. Time lost its meaning in this strange world, and perhaps even space. Eventually, his aimless wandering led him to a shadowy figure, an outline of a man. Jacob Silverman, is it? The man said. Yeah? Who are you? Someone who shoulders a great burden of this world, watches the stars pass by like shafts of- What are you talking about? The black figure turned fully to Jake, his red eyes morphing from a slit to circle to oval. It was almost like watching a Rorschach blotched with a bit of color. I have very important plans for this world, and I need you to be ready for them. Although I must say, I never thought your dream would be so empty. Okay, but what are you talking about? Nothing that's important for you. The man suddenly leapt forward and attacked Jacob with the sword. Whoa, what the hell? Jacob quickly jumped away, but overestimated the stability of the strange, foggish ground and stumbled into a roll. Managed to make his roll slow down, stopping, just as the shadow figure stabbed the spot his head would have been a moment later. Jacob scurried to get a good footing, and ran away as the man fought to grab his sword back from the strange ground. Fortunately, the ground seemed to be to solidify around them forming a solid circular wall of faded colors that prevented Jacob's escape. There's nowhere for you to run, you fool. You must stand your ground and fight. <clears throat> the man said as he walked calmly towards Jacob, his sword that was stuck in the ground suddenly flashing into the man's hands with a flick of a wrist next to his heart. Okay, calm down, Jacob. It's fine. This is fine. Then he looked up and saw the man's sword flying at him, which he just barely ducked in time to keep from losing an eye. Not fine, not fine, not fine, not fine, not fine. <laughs> Jacob screamed as he ran as fast as he could around the small arena. But the circle kept closing in on them like Fortnite until there truly was nowhere to run. He took one last look at the man. There was a disappointed grimace on his face as he stared at Jacob. He then calmly grabbed the hilt of the sword from his chest. Wait, what? How did you do that? And why the fuck are you trying to kill me? Jacob said to the man, his voice cracking tragically. Simple. I have a good imagination. Unfortunately, it seems you have a severely lessened ability to mold than I had once thought. I guess you'll have to make some final goodbyes to what little you hold. Jacob's panic came to a screeching halt of the man's words, and then kicked into an overdrive that created a state of pure stress-supported zen. Suddenly, images began floating around him of all the potential friends in his simple life, or even the admittedly shallow but strong bonds he had forged already. 
Tears began to well in his eyes at the tragedy of it all. As a man's sword came down for the final blow, Jake threw his arms up to defend himself, bringing his right hand up across an arc along his chest, his heart. A sword miraculously appeared in his hand, and he blocked the man's blow. He began sword fighting with the man, and the two were evenly matched. Ah, I see you've finally learned how to summon a weapon. Now you've done that, let's take it a step further. The figure said with glee, even as he was pushed back by Jacob. The man then painfully bit his tongue and shouted, Prathalna! Followed by a sudden wave of darkness clouding behind him, forcing Jacob to take several steps back. The shadowed figure behind the mysterious man smacked Jacob across the plain. Jacob landed ten feet away, bruised and beaten. The mysterious, the mystery figure, the persona, struck again and summoned a mythical sword, mystical sword and stabbed it through Jake's abdomen. Jake's guts. <laughs> Jacob in the guts. My Jacob eyes widen. Blood and try, <laughs> tried to wrench the sword from his gut to no avail. Come on, Silverman. The bad kicked <gasps> Jake in the gut. In the gut. His eyes to widen. Yeah. <laughs> Get the hell Sergio out. was a prophet. I thought you would be stronger than this. Jake felt something inside him growing. A voice called out to him. Do you want me to, who's, uh, I'll do it. Sorry that I'm late. I was writing. A disembodied voice echoed in Jacob's mind. It sent him eerily at ease with everything around him. And words came from his mouth, unbidden. It's fine. You're right on time. Jake responded. It seems you're in quite a predicament. You may need to forge a contract with me before this becomes like one of my tragedies. What do you need me to do? Repeat after me. With previously unknown strength, Jake calmly but surely wrenched the sword from his form. I am thou, the voice said. Thou art I. Jake pointed the sword towards the man. With his new mystical sword in hand, Jake felt ready to fight. The voice sounded amused and relieved. Are you ready to rewrite this story in your own favor? Jake had never been more sure of anything in his life. Yes. Then take my power and smite this foe from your dream. With pleasure. I call upon my inner self, Shakespeare. Jake pinched himself and summoned Shakespeare. Shakespeare appeared behind Jacob, towering over him. He held a pen in one hand and a paper in the other. He was a figure clothed in black vestments and white embroidery. The figure's stark white and ill-outlined head was adorned with a feathered hat, and from his sh shoulders up, looking like a silhouette. The antagonistic Shadow Man then laughed uproariously. Finally, the power I have been craving. Jake's face set into one of grim determination. I think you just created your own worst nightmare. Shakespeare, write this man in a new one. Ayah! Shakespeare wrote up the curse spell and threw it at the, myst at the mystery man. It hit him and sent him flying back, but he landed on his feet and skidded to a stop. He got up and dusted himself off. I'm glad to know that you will become a worthy opponent yet. See you around, Silver. The man's disappearance, Shakespeare evaporated into blue smoke and Jake fell to his knees, eyelids heavy. He found himself slipping back into a deep sleep. Present day. So that is a persona, Jake said, thinking back to the day. Yes, that is the day you awoke to your true power. The pale woman explained as she idly kicked her legs behind while laying on her stomach. Jake looked at her, confused. But what is a persona, and who the hell was that guy? The old man supplied one of his usual cryptic replies. The answer lie in the bonds that you make. They will lead you to the truth of the adversary. In other words, the answer to what exactly a persona is, 
lie within you, fool. Can you summon it now? The pale woman said, and Jacob noticed that, oddly enough, she put no amount of unkind emphasis on the word fool. She spoke it like a title. Hell yeah. Persona. Shakespeare erupted behind Jake and then vanished almost as quickly. The woman began clapping. I'm glad you cleared up your performance issues. Ah! She giggled. Why don't you continue that riveting tale of yours? That is where the fanfic ends. For now. For now. This is only book one. How many books do we have? Uh, three. Three. So what is everybody's thoughts? It got better. Definitely got better. Uh, I liked where it was going, and I liked the concept of it being around dream. Thank you. I think the... I think the pinch to summon a persona is a very clever way, very clever twist on the usual persona summoning method. Damn, so sad that I can't shoot myself to summon my persona. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna not do that one in a story about us. Yeah, um, I I liked it. It Definitely, it feels like it feels weird reading it again after not having like looked at it in like three years. It's definitely a window. Oh yeah. I mean, to, I mean, to be fair, me and Matt did uh, uh, w- uh, go back and edit this a little bit. Clearly, uh, my editor Matt missed a few pieces, but I have gone back and changed yeah. things. But even just like like the the situations described in the uh, in the fiction mm. fic ba- that are that are based generally around real things. I, I would like. I believe Kai was the one who came up with Logan Jebediah Krangler. I really I like think that so. name. I at least came up with the Jebediah part. I don't know about Krangler. Maybe Krangler, I don't know. That might have been a team effort. Yeah, uh, the D-Strife thing was something that wasn't in the original draft. They originally just texted each other, but I was uh, um, I was feeling that, that we should spice it up a little. So I introduced uh, yeah. D-Strife, mm-hmm. my Discord. Uh, uh, oh, I thought it was a Skype equivalent, because that is no. what, for a Discord. while at least, we used. Yeah, no, no. We, I think we were using Discord at this point. Discord, Discord and Discord Strife are synonyms. Are, uh, synonyms, and then I just put a yes. in front of it. Gotcha. I think a uh, fun fact about the friend group: I was the one who discovered, at least uh, in like the Chum Bucket Pals friend group. Uh, <laughs> I was the one who discovered Discord because one of my favorite oh, YouTubers mentioned it, and I was like, "What's this Discord thing?" I tried, I found... tried it out, and I was like, hey guys, we should move from Skype to this Discord thing, because it's cooler. And we don't have to form, like, several group chats every two seconds. And they're like, And then we, st- we no. still do that, to this day. Well, yeah, but now we have servers for that. Like, we have That's servers true. where we can just join it. Like, uh, originally we would just, like, make our own yeah. like, group calls, because we... we didn't want everyone to, like, be awoken by the Skype notification. <laughs> we had so. so many. We had so many. It was wild. Sounds awful. It, it was. was. Awful. We had literally thousands of Skype calls that would just be like, "Oh my god!" Like, like me, Sergio, Matt, and then me and Sergio, and then me and Matt, and then like me, Sergio, Matt, Nick, and then me, Sergio, Nick, me, Sergio, Matt. Oh my gosh! And then we'd have me, Sergio, Matt, Logan, me, Sergio, Logan, me, Sergio, or me, Matt, Logan. Me, Matt, Logan, Kieran. Me, Sergio, Matt, Logan, Kieran. Me, Sergio, Matt, Logan, Kieran, Nick. So on and so forth. We had so many. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't ever get to read Persona Silverman back when it was being written. 
but like this was this was nice kind of took me down memory lane because like i was starting to pick mm -hmm. up on all the small stuff in the friend group and i was like oh this is like one big inside joke as well it, it gets more and more memey as it goes on so if we oh, read yeah. more if we get if we read more you, you'll you'll know I, yeah i, I I some of the, some of the stuff in this like genuinely just I like I read it and I like throw back just like I like wow get in with the wave of nostalgia genuinely made me laugh from like oh I remember that yeah I mean it's definitely like I I've never actually read any of Sergio's work but this made me go oh yeah Sergio's a good writer I forgot wow. I knew, he, I knew he I knew he written things I just Wait, didn't know like never really I never read anything right? yeah. I, I just knew that you wrote things. things. Yeah, if if you're interested in getting a, a wonderful fanfic, uh, hit Sergio up. He'll he'll write. Yes, he actually Chill. has really good prices. True. I was talking. I was Sergio talking about it with, Yeah, I was talking about it with him on the way back from ColossalCon Prime earlier this year. They're very good prices. But yeah, uh, does anyone else have anything they want to add to Persona Silverman? Uh, I, I yeah. will say I'm glad you guys like it. I always I always get a little self conscious when we read something that I wrote because I'm just like, oh, well, they they noticed the wrong. But see, I can write <laughs> fight scenes. I'm like a certain a certain someone. I don't know what you're talking yes. about. I thought the fight scenes in Chain of Memories were significantly more enjoyable. Also, I like the part I'll, where they I'll get hit and then the they fall and then they get up and then they hit and they fall. The guts and eyes widen was added recently and that is a Chain of Memories. Oh, good. Memories. That is a Chain of Memories. Okay. Good. Thank you. Okay, good. That's what I thought. I was gonna <laughs> I'm say. glad that this book is literally just like a reference and an entire in-joke within the community, within our like little friend circle. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to add like I, I love going back to it because I just, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit close to the source because I was there, like, reading it pretty much right as you were creating it, Sergio. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I very much always looked forward to what you would write next. I, so I know I helped nice. write a little bit of it. Not yeah, you did, lot, didn't you? But I, I do remember Sergio and Matt and I being in a call and working on it some. Not a lot. I think I only wrote part, like, I think it was, like, part of book three that I helped wor work on. Mm -hmm. But I do remember that. Yeah, I remember my uh, um, ten pages a day that I was outputting. Yes! Yeah, I, I think we should Beast. definitely, I think we should definitely, um, as we do, like, upload more of it, we might want to uh, edit more names slash locations just so we're not doxing ourselves uh, every time yeah, we read don't, don't worry i'll go in and, and fix the those oh ones. yeah yeah let mm -hmm. let me edit too because i can put a second pair of eyes on it uh, it'd be so much easier if on fanfic.net you could just control f but no but yeah that's all i got um weird 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 like deja vu <laughs> i i hope we do more Let's let's read more of it for the podcast. I agree, but yeah, that's all. That's all for me. All right. Anybody has nothing else to say? Let's call it here. As always, we love you. We love you. <laughs>